Hello, and welcome to another episode of A Progressive and a Libertarian Walk into a Bar. I'm Sean O. Fern, yes. So what's happening, Fern? We're going to talk uh, coronavirus some more today, I guess, because everybody's on lockdown. It's about all we got to talk about. That's right. That's right. I mean, there's a lot of stuff going on in the world, but this is, this is a huge global crisis, um, and it's only getting worse. Yeah. Uh, so right. the, the, the stimulus package came through. Mm-hmm. It seems as yep. well. It hadn't so, come through yet, but it's uh, it's taken the path through the through the uh, through the yahoos. So, uh, you want to talk about what what you what you've read into it? Well, so far, um, it took a while. It's been taking a while to um, finally get approved, or for both sides to uh, be happy with it. And, um, and mostly, I think it was on the Democratic side. They were holding it up because there was the the bill would have created a slush fund uh, where. Uh, Mnuchin would have had sole discretion, or at least the, the White House or the Trump administration would have had sole discretion as to how many uh, billions of dollars, up to $500 billion, would um, it would be how it would be doled out, which corporations were going to, going to get it, were going to get it. And um, they wouldn't be able to disclose any of that information for six months. And so that that was a huge, yeah. huge, huge... I'm glad they fixed that. Yeah, I mean, it's, it just doesn't make any sense. Like, why would you do that? Why would you do that with this bill? Uh, but of course, the the Republicans kept trying to talk shit and say that it was the Democrats' fault. That they were talking about how we need to do, we need to give relief to taxpayers now. The American people are obviously ignoring the whole piece about creating this slush fund, which you know may have mm. may have a. Legit, I mean, there is. I'm sure somebody can come up with a legitimate logic to why there needs to be a fund for doing this. I mean, we we may disagree with it. But somebody can come up with a reasonable logic for it and be able to talk about it that way. But that's not that's not what they did at all. So I'm glad I'm uh, not doing that anymore. Or at least it'll have oversight. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, you know, I was upset and, you know, even some of my progressive friends were upset about the Democrats trying to slide in, you know, fuel efficiency stuff for airlines and stuff like that. More, more, you know, and I'm an environmentalist, you know, I, I came from the left, you know, so... You know, I like that stuff, but this is this in the time for those uh those kind of things. They just, as Justin Amash said, they need to just you know they need to make this about the people. And I guess as far as the corporate stuff goes, at least they made it loan so that they have to pay it back. Um, so at least that's a decent thing about it. Right. Uh, but the bad thing is, is I'm sure, like say, let's take the airlines. I'm sure you know Delta, um, and you know American Airlines and stuff like that. They're gonna get money but do you, I don't know how much like somebody like JetBlue or these other companies I'm sure there's going to be a lot of favoritism in there and that that bothers me because they're picking who wins and who loses exactly and exactly th- that's exactly what that's exactly what's wrong with mm-hmm. government is that there is too much of that crony crony shit going on you know so that that nauseates me at the very least and and you know it's it's very possible to say that whether it's a republican or democrat uh, led government um, that uh, this cronyism would happen, um, but in, in this case, you can see how clearly, how clearly, um, a lot of corporations are taking advantage of Trump's desire mm-hmm. to essentially um, use uh, use the, the the private sector as much as possible. With but but at yeah. the same time, like uh, like he like you you know that he wants to open uh, quote unquote open the doors to America on on Easter weekend. And that mm-hmm. that move is just it's it's like he's so concerned, 
And and this is he's so concerned about I, the stock market doing badly or the or the American economy doing badly that he's more than willing to have um, a few thousand people die or maybe hundreds of thousands of people die. Well, I don't I don't see it that way. I mean, I I think that's what that uh, the that idiot uh, from Texas is saying. The the the. Uh, uh, who is that? The the lieutenant governor. That's totally what he's saying. He just wants shit opened up. He doesn't give a fuck. Mm. Um, as far as Trump's going, I think from from what I've read in the more conservative papers is what they're thinking more along the lines of is if there's an area where it's not being hit as hard, you know, and they've got it under control, especially with the bigger cities like you know, like uh, or states like California and New York being on quarantine. Does it make sense for some place like a small town to be shuttered and those small businesses and, you know, things to be closed down when they don't have to be? If the, if the virus isn't there and there's not people coming in and out of it, like in my hometown, Lafayette, you know, they closed Purdue. So all the kids are back in their towns and they're all online taking classes. So they're not there anymore. So would it make as much sense if they're not having the problem there to keep everything closed because they're they're not having the that that and that's probably what'll happen is little by little parts of the country will open up and i'm that might be hopeful to have it by easter i mean as an atheist i don't even remember when fucking easter is i know it's sometime in april but i think but uh so so there's you know it might be a little hopeful to be thinking of that there's a lot there's a lot of problems a lot of problems with all everything i think uh, the conservatives or the, or the the capitalists are saying about this um, first, to try to control what's going on, let's say across across the nation within two or three weeks, it's not going to happen. So that's the first thing. No, not right. No, no probably no, not. No. But then again, other other places well, aren't being well, aren't being hit as bad. Talk, like talk about New that. York's going to be a mess but, for a while. But let's talk about that. Huh? So let's talk about that. So there's there's states where they have a, a small amount of people that have the disease. Small towns that have, may have zero cases. Mm-hmm. Well. That's those cases that are being reported is dependent on the number of tests that those cities and those states. Yeah, have. that too. Yeah, if there's no yeah, testing, a lot of that has to do with that. And now in LA County, they're not testing anybody. Like if if you're feeling sick, um, you have to have all three symptoms to be able to get tested. Otherwise, you might have COVID nineteen. You might have the mild cases, but you're not going to get tested for it. Mm-hmm. Not in LA County. Not in New York. Not in a lot mm-hmm. of places. So once there's the there's no if there's no testing, then how is a city supposed to know? that they have cases if they're not taking seriously they're going to keep yeah. saying like well we have two cases why should we close the bars why should we close the restaurants and that's exactly what invites corona coronavirus into these cities into these towns there's a uh, this this uh, approach to this disease which is not it, it doesn't care that uh, a city is small or large or doing okay or only has two or three cases mm-hmm. as soon as these cases hit uh, it's going to overwhelm, and it is already overwhelming. Different parts. It's not just New York. It's not just California. It's not just Washington. It's in Louisiana. It's in, it's in Atlanta. It's in, it's in Florida now with all these kids that are running around. Yeah, well, I think that I have I have friends down there. I think they booted out most of the kids, so I think they're all gone. Everything's everything's well, locked down uh, over there. But I bet you, I got a friend who lives right on Miami Beach. But I bet you, and everything's closed. I, I mean, it's quarantined like a motherfucker. But I bet you, there. in two weeks, because the damage is done. The, the damage is done. Everybody, yeah, everybody yeah, yeah. has it. Is uh, everybody that had it has already transmitted it to a lot of those kids, and those kids are, are going to start showing symptoms in about two weeks. And the people that are transmitting that disease mm-hmm. too. They're going to be showing their their symptoms in about two weeks. 
Yeah, I figured it'll be in about two weeks. It'll probably yeah. be about a big spike. Yeah, so so this idea that, hey, those towns, those cities, those states that aren't being affected is bad. Let's go ahead and let them go back to regular, to business as usual. I think there's just a, just a mm. lot of false hope. I think it's just a lot of um, um, overly optimistic thinking, unfortunately. Well, yeah, yeah. But, you know, it, you, you can't, I don't think you can fault somebody for trying to be optimistic about it and not have people scared shitless. Well, we're, we're basically we're living day to day. Now, if, now, if all of a sudden he says one day, oh, I'm lifting the curfew. <coughs> there's two things about that. He could lift the national curfew and the governors could still keep it. So that's the whole thing. You know, the, the governors could absolutely still keep the curfews. And that's that's where, you know, it's good that we have states rights. You know, he could lift it to tomorrow. And California's still going to keep their curfew. New York's still going to keep their curfew. Washington, all these other states are going to keep their curfew. Wait, who, so, who's got a curfew? I'm not terrible. I'm not terrible. We're not curfew, you know what I mean, the quarantine. Uh, some states actually do have. There was one state, I, I want to think Pennsylvania actually had a curfew that you had to be in before 8 o'clock. And I was cracking jokes saying, why does it spread more after 8 p.m. or mm-hmm, something like that? Mm-hmm. So I didn't mean curfew, I meant quarantine I the or, or the isolation and stuff. Yeah. Lockdown. So mm-hmm. the, 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 the states still have the, the ability to do that. And that's actually where California stepped up ahead of time. As as opposed to New York, you know, New York closed down after us, and that's why they're getting hit harder. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. so. You know, you know, everybody's praising Cuomo. Well, he didn't do it as fast as Governor Nuisance, but yeah. uh, I mean, and, and I'm really glad that we live in California because we do have a governor that did that. I think I think we should have more. I think uh, the mayor of LA could probably be doing more to make sure that um, um, that to reduce the number of people that are affected by hospitalized or or die. I'm because glad we're not stacked on top of each other like New York too. Right, 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 right. And and I mean New York just has that that problem, that density problem, and it's and you know, but they are doing a lot. And the fact that they have and and Cuomo said this again and again, the fact that they have so many cases more than anybody else in the United States is because of the amount of testing that they've been doing. I bet you mm-hmm. if California had the amount of testing that they're doing, we would probably have similar numbers, if not more numbers. So. I mean, there's just like we can't have a pandemic if nobody's getting tested. We can't have a pandemic if there are mm-hmm. no cases detected, and that's what's going on every single day. Yeah, I mean, it's it's so- well, they have to remove some of that red tape too, so we can get more tests brought in, you know, and stuff like that too. So even even uh, then, you know, other even 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 then, like like I really really wish that um, like okay, so let's say all the red tape has gotten out of the moved out of the way. And that whole idea, do you remember, do you remember hearing Trump a couple of weeks ago talking about like, if you want to test, you'll get a test. And that hasn't been, yeah, that, yeah. that's no case. Like I said, if you li- anybody who listens to him is full of shit. Yeah. You know, I, agree. I wouldn't listen to anything he says. Um, you know, it's funny, uh, we, before the podcast, we were talking about, uh, we watched comedy quarantine. It's these comedies that are online talking about it. And Kyle Cunane is hysterical. And he was going, going on about how, you know, uh, people were freaking out because Trump was telling them to take fish food or some sort of fishbowl cleaner yeah. or something like that. Yeah. And he goes, I don't know why people are so worried about it. Cause he goes, he goes, if people take that, he goes, that's just one less person voting for Trump. <laughs> So, yeah. I thought that was pretty funny because I'd seen somebody else post that and I thought, you know, if you're listening to a politician instead of a doctor or something like that for your medical advice, I'm sorry, but that's that's nature's way of weeding out the ignorant in some ways. 
you know, you know what, fuck, I'm not going to listen to. You, I wouldn't listen to a libertarian politician telling me what medicine to take. But you, so you did hear. I'm not going to do it. I'm going to listen to a doctor. Was I think that was some somebody from from Colorado that did do that and they died. It was a couple, a husband and a wife. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why. That's what, that's what he, I was talking about. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's insane. And people in Nigeria are doing it to, to get rid of their eating fish food or fish cleaner or something like that and dropping dead of it. So I I I don't fucking I mean it's irresponsible but it is it's irresponsible uh, for the, for you don't, anybody to you say don't, that you don't yeah you don't listen to what a politician says for medical advice and, and like I'm not going to ask a doctor for I'm not going to ask doctor for a lawyer for legal advice and it's also I mean you know what I mean he, I mean he should he should be held responsible for that like he should be like like giving out medical advice. Like that, it's just ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And but a quick, yeah. let me just uh, get quick aside. Um, I don't, I don't know if we really did touch on it the last times that we talked, but um, I'm sure you've seen that there have been many cases of celebrities having. That's not a blind joke, right? No, no, no. <laughs> Are you, <you've, laughs> no, I'm sure you've heard of a lot of uh, cases of celebrities and rich people that were tested, or that got the test before anybody else, and like, oh shit, they're they 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 have it, they're sick. Um, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the NBA, like like when people weren't getting tests, a bunch of players in the NBA got tested, and they were they get, received the results within a couple of days, if not sooner. Yeah, yeah. And then a lot of a lot of us poor people can't get these goddamn tests. Like, and and then yeah. even Harvey Weinstein, who is in jail, got a test. Yeah, yeah. How the fuck did he get a test, dude? How? Well, what I what I assume because Mark Cuban or Cuban or however you pronounce his name, he was talking about. He said because his team or none of his staff's been tested. Mm. You know, he's a billionaire, mm-hmm. owns a basketball team. He said his hasn't been. But what I assume is a private hospital or something like that. You know, they, I'm sure they can go around some of the red tape and buy something from overseas. You know, I'm sure they can buy a test from South Korea or something like that. And, you know, uh, a government-run hospital or something that gets funding from uh, uh, the government has to jump through a lot more red tape. And it's not necessarily just they're bu- all the rich people are buying them up. It's just that they don't – they're not they're – not, uh, they're not having to jump through all the same hoops. And that's, that's basically what, what it sounded like he was saying. Is you know somebody somebody who has money can you know order something from South Korea and have it shipped over and they can test it out. And so that's kind of where that's coming from. And and so you, so you see like and so they asked Trump about this like what do you think about these celebrities being able to get these tests before everybody else? And Trump's like, well, that's just the way it is. Like literally, I'm paraphrasing very closely as to what he said in his reaction. Yeah, yeah. And in a situation where we have millions of people, like 330, 350 million people. That are potentially exposed to this danger, even though he keeps saying the danger is slow, and uh, the possibility of millions of people dying. He's seen the tests, he's seen the models, and the, just the fact that yeah. uh, people that ha- have more money all of a sudden can ke- get better treatment than anybody else. Like your life is just as much uh, is worth just as much as anybody else's, but somehow these mm-hmm. people. Um, can that, get that's, that's, that's why they ought, they ought not have the red tape that stops us from getting it, and and we have to but admit see, that's, that that's not all Trump. But but that, you know. But see, he talks about he, he talks about right there, like he's been talking about. Oh, we're we're, we're dealing with an off the lead system. We're getting rid of the red tape. Blah blah blah. Well, why not get rid of the red tape mm-hmm. across the board? Yeah, uh, yeah, that, that, you know that, that that to me that seems like a libertarian moment because we're going to get rid of uh, a lot of this red tape places, hopefully. 
that stops people from being able to get treatment and things that drive up prices and things. Because if there's, if we have tests floating in from fucking Germany, from South Korea, I don't care if they're coming from China as long as they work, you know, uh, we could have this stuff coming from all over the place and it would drive down the price of it. The more, the more people that are making these tests and stuff, uh, the better. So yeah, they need to get rid of the red tape. And then we'll, we'll all be good. Well, you're, I think. Well, the the GOP, the the party of the small government, obviously didn't think about doing this, and and are totally okay with yeah, no. rich people getting better treatment than everybody else. Well, it didn't seem like anybody was saying anything about it in the bill. Oh yeah, I, I I didn't hear anybody talking about because I, I I you know I I didn't hear anybody, and you know I read news from every kind of source that I can, mm-hmm. and I haven't heard any uproar from the left uh, the politicians at least saying that we need to be able to get this red tape out of the way so that we can have uh more tests for everybody even justin amash that's another thing he said the only way we're going to beat this is if everybody gets is able to get tested and the only way to do that is through getting rid of red tape and you know at, at this point though it looks like we're beyond um having tests for everybody unfortunately i think it's just about yeah. expanding hospital capacity getting and 95 masks and ventilators as quickly mm-hmm. and as many as possible. Unfortunately. Yeah. Well, Elon Musk, you know, he he donated, <clears throat> he got 2000 ventilators and donated them to California. So that's nice, you know, somebody like that stepping up and trying to trying to do that. I, I like that guy. He comes up with a lot of good shit and tries to help out a lot. He's he does some wacky shit, but I like him. Yeah, yeah, and you know, you know to be honest, to be honest, I I really think that um, one, billionaires shouldn't exist. But number two, that if we are going to have billionaires in this in this country, that that should be their duty. I mean, once once you've had one billion dollars, there's really little that you can do with the rest of those billions of dollars. There's, I mean, what, you can't really improve your life in any uh, measurable way after one billion dollars. So it should be their duty to come back and help out as much as possible, like. Bill Gates is doing a lot. Elon Musk is doing a lot. I, I, I really want to hear what Zuckerberg is doing, and I really want to hear what Jeff Bezos is doing to try to help the situation, help yeah, fix the it, situation. It's it's amazing. It's well, he he Jeff Bezos. I know they opened up a lot more hiring with Amazon. I, I'd read some other stuff. I don't remember what it was, but you know, like Bloomberg dropped half a billion to win Guam, you know, and he he could have easily spent that money yeah. on 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 machines and stuff like that. So you know, I mean, I don't know, just. I don't know. So they're going to do it. I don't think I don't think anything should be by force. I wouldn't say he has to do it. I would think I mean I I would personally I mean that's what, that's the way the Romans did it. You know, they always they always did that. The rich people built the aqueducts. It wasn't the government that built their aqueducts and built their their infrastructure. It was it was rich people who built it and then they attached their name to it and then they were immortalized in that way. You know, so I think that that would probably be the best thing is if we could have that instead of, you know, putting your name on a tower like Trump. You know, put your name on a on a hospital or something like that's a lot better. Pay for a hospital. I, I think they should pay do for it. Uh, those kind of things. They should yeah. they should be forced to do it, and through taxes, like like anybody that makes over a billion dollars, their taxes should be massively high. And and I'll tell you, I'll tell you but why. See, they're not. But that's the thing. They're but that's, see, you're missing something. They're not making a billion dollars a year. You know, and a lot of that stuff's in stock. And you know, how how much do you think uh, uh, Jeff Bezos lost when the stock market crashed? I bet it was a hell of a lot of money. Yeah, he's he, you know, he's, he's okay he though. Have, he, but he's he's gonna be okay. Yeah, yeah, no, he's all right. But I'm just saying, it's not it's not the same. You know, I mean, you would have they would have to liquidate their assets, and that's that's that's. 
That's no, basically theft. Yeah, That's where no, I, I, libertarians should, say that taxation is theft. They should be taxed incredibly high. And I'll tell you, like, I, I feel more emboldened to be able to say that now, specifically because, as, like, as you saw what happened, the economy tanked, the stock market lost nearly 10,000 points at one point. And that's because it was a bubble anyhow. It was bound to burst well, anyhow. This well, just, let's say, let's this say it was, it but out. it lost 10,000 points. And then when Trump said, you know what, we got to get back to business, the stock market went up in 2,000, 2000 points, uh, uh, over 10,000. Mm. Uh, the Dow Jones went up over 20,000 again. Now, and I think mm. it was a record increased number of points within one day. right? So that, to me, made it incredibly clear that the stock market, that capitalists, the capitalism is more interested in profit, in gold, in making money than the number of people whose lives are at risk every single day. And especially now with, with, with the coronavirus going into a lot of different places in California, New York, San Francisco, and it's only going to get worse. They were happy. They were elated. They decided to buy more stocks. They're like, fuck the poor people. We're going to make more money. That's what we're going to say. Well, you know, I mean, uh, everybody's going to get money. You, you, they could invest some in the stock market now because it's down. It's going to go wait, back wait, wait, up. Wait, wait. What, you what, know? But, but my point is that capitalism does not care about the worker. And uh, Capitalism is the reason the worker is able to have the, the lives that they have now. But do you see? But, you but, know, for the most and, part. And capitalism will be responsible for millions of people dying if we open the doors again as if nothing has happened. I mean, Iran doesn't have a capitalist system, and the people are dying over there. Yeah. Uh, China doesn't have a capitalist system, and people are dying like we're dying like crazy over there. I mean, but they they stopped um, doing that. I mean, it, or rather, the the number of infections stopped. I, to say to say it's capitalism's fault is ridiculous. Well, no, 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 no. I'm not saying it's capitalism's fault. Um, what I'm saying is what capitalism, capitalism wants actually to do. Pro- capitalism actually, capitalism's probably going to be what saves it because capitalism has the means to produce the goods. And capitalism and people working for profit and people volunteering, like all the people that are volunteering and making masks and stuff like that. No, that's that's going to be between the capitalists and the volunteers. Wait, so that's what's going to make us do better. So assuming the capitalists have their way and and U.S. is open for business Easter weekend, mm-hmm. you're saying that. The no, that's, see, that's that the Christians that be, that. That's not the capitals. That's the Christians. No, it's just, no it's just a, it, it, it's an arbitrary date. But let's say America's open for business on, on April, whatever Easter Sunday is. The number of people that are going to die, that's not going to go down. But the businesses are going to be start uh, running again. People are going to be able to, mm-hmm. to buy and sell and make more money again. But the number of Like I said, if, if this number lost. ends up less, if, this, if the death toll ends up less than the flu... Or tuberculosis or something like that, it's going to be it's going to be completely justified. But but opening the doors on April twelfth because because of the April panic. Of it. But you think April? You think no, I, like I it's said, not happen I don't. That th- way. Like I said, I don't think they're going to open up everything on then. That's that's everybody hearing what Trump's saying, and let's let's face it, he doesn't he he talks out his ass, and that's not going to happen. I don't think. Well, what he said, what he said. Is like like he's even said today like you know what it doesn't have to be Easter weekend like we, it can be another day we have to be flexible blah blah blah, but what he said to the world to the corporations to the rich people to the billionaires is like he said like look your money is really really important and my goal is to try to start business again soon I know some people are gonna die but look we have to keep American American commerce moving forward 
That's what he said. I mean, that, that, it, 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 so you don't think that that's true in any sense? Because like when the depression happened and all these businesses took a tank and there was no jobs and it, it was it was a complete nightmare because because things did tank. So no, it it is important it is, for the it, economy not to not to tank. It is it's important it is for there important. not to be hyperinflation. It, it, it is important. So no, it is. But not, so it it's is important, important but, for him uh, to put that message out there. But not at the expense of people's lives. As long. I don't know, man, because, you know, I look at the polls, and hit the way he's handling this, his poll numbers are going up. What? Well, no, you know, no, I saw he had people, between 55 and 60%, and that was from Politico. People be, saying people think, 50, 55 to 60% uh, good. I've seen – so, so you're talking about polls, and, you know, that that's that's not necessarily yeah, – Yeah, I don't, I don't put much faith I'm, in I'm, polls. And I'm, but, I'm, asking, I'm asking, are the number of lives that are going to be lost – because of disregarding public health policy, are those lives worth those millions of dollars that uh, people at the top are going to make? It's not you and it's not me. Yeah. No, like, like I said, if those numbers are less than what the flu is, then he's going to be justified. Oh. If, it, if, it, if it hits hundreds of thousands of Americans dying, then, he's in, then obviously he's going to be remembered for that. But so, you know, so if the numbers aren't well, but are you, are you massive. Saying, but what you're saying is like five thousand is okay, an acceptable number of deaths. So or, or no, 3, what, okay, see, so you, you're, you're misreading. No, so, so what, what I'm saying is no number of lives. That many is people die of the flu. Okay, so so no, so what I'm saying is that with the, with the flu, should, should we shut the country down every year during flu season because twelve thousand people die of the flu? Well, you know, there should be a That's better. What I'm well, the flu, the flu is definitely different because the number of people that are affected by it, and the fact that we have vaccines, we have treatment, we have medications. I mean, all of that makes a lot of sense. That we should be able to. Uh, I think we, we can probably do a lot more. We can absolutely do a lot more, especially around hygiene. Uh, but now we have a situation where this disease spread a lot more efficiently than flu. It's uh, deadly. It's uncontrolled. There is no testing for it. And uh, there's no testing or treatment for it. And what Trump mm-hmm. is saying, and what I'm hearing you say, is that, yeah, losing a number of lives is, like, what, what I like to hear is for every politician that promotes this idea to be able to pick out, let's say, okay, you, you, you this, this neighborhood, out of this neighborhood, uh, in Boyle Heights, 10% of you, 5% of you are going to die. Just, and just accept it, because America is commerce- America's capitalist if, yeah, idea. If we get up to a, no, if we if we get a, if we get up to a ten percent number, I mean that's massive. But if it ends up around the one percent area, I don't think I don't think I think everybody's going to say that everybody overreacted. And I would I would say I would rather a little bit of an overreaction than an underreaction because I don't want people to die. But my point is is that if less people die than what is expected. Um, then he's gonna look like he did a good job. Well, one period. Well, one percent, and, and one, so that's all there is to it. One percent is ten percent. No, one ten times higher than the flu. Yeah. And so I mean, but I, I, I don't, I don't think, I don't think it's gonna be that. I don't think it's gonna be that. Yeah. Well, so, uh, again, you know, so I, I'm looking at it optimistically. What, I, I mean, I, I have friends who are nurses too. I have a friend who's a nurse practitioner. She doesn't think it's gonna be. Uh, you know, some some nurses think the opposite. I mean, some doctors think the opposite. I mean, opinion, There's opinions, doctors on both sides of the issue. I mean, opinions are one thing. It's the numbers that we have to look at. And right now, yeah, it's like, and like 60, I said, that's, that's what I'm talking about. The numbers. The numbers will tell. There's like 6,000 dead people in Italy, in, in Spain. The numbers are, are getting as high, if not higher. And we have a country of 335, 350 million people. 
and with with mm-hmm. a gov- with a president that's not doing very much with governors uh two thirds i'm gonna say two thirds of the governors not doing very much at all um and talking about opening up the doors of the u s for business with with an acceptable we'll number of deaths. That with, with an acceptable number of we'll deaths. See, we'll see if that happens. And that is capitalism. Well, I mean, like I said, you know, well, you 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 cannot close the this the the government down. You cannot close businesses down for something like the flu. Yeah, this this and, isn't the flu. And the flu even this isn't the flu. and the flu even with com- and the flu to- with vaccines. The flu with vaccines kills twelve thousand people last year. Thirty so thirty-five thousand. What I'm saying is, the the, the, huh? the flu killed thirty-five thousand people last year 35 oh shit i thought because the thing i read said 12 maybe that was just at the end of the year uh so so if it killed that many fucking people yeah um you know then we should have shut it down if it was that bad because they keep saying oh well this is a different strain of flu than we had the vaccine yeah, but this is i hear that flu. every year well this is a different strain yeah okay like i said we, we will see if the measures that they've taken so far keep that number under that if it did then people are so you, the majority of people the majority of people are going to look at it as a win. So obviously, the people, you know, I, I know, I know, you, I, like I said, I know a couple of people that might be infected with it, and I hope the best for them. Obviously, I don't want them to die, right? So it's not like I'm trying to be all heartless about this, but the fact of the matter is, it, if they caught the flu and died from it, it would be no different than if they caught this and died from that's, it. They're still dead. Well, the, the, that's, that is the core problem with capitalism, where there's a dollar value that's attached to people's lives. And that, I, unfortunately, I don't, I don't see it as a dollar value. That's exactly what it is. I don't see it. Especially, you, you like to call it a dollar value. I don't. And, and and not only is it a dollar value that's going to affect us, it's a dollar value that affects the billionaires, the people that invest in the stock market. That's why they're so giddy uh, after Trump made this very. This, it gave out. This I mean, rich people clearly. can catch this too. For God's sake, the 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 the. the Prince Charles caught it. Yeah. So, I mean, rich people are catching yeah, it, too. Yeah, rich people can catch you it, know? but they also have so, access to much better health care than you and I. They can have, they can hire private nurses. They can have their own private ventilator. They can still kill you. Yeah. If you have, if you have, a, if you have a messed up immune system, can, it's still going to kill you. But they're also able to self-isolate if they need it. There's a lot of people that are having to work now with other people with a chance to get it because yeah. they live paycheck to paycheck. And they don't have a luxury I mean, that, That's choosing. the same thing with the flu. But they also, but, and, but rich people. Well, I read an article the, the other day. Rich people have the luxury of no, not being well, able to I, work. Actually, I read an article that said maybe this might force the world into the 21st century. So a lot of people might realize that their businesses can work from home. I mean, it's going to cause us to be more innovative. So there might be a, a way that the majority of people can work from home on things. So we're going to cut down on that because of the innovation that we have here and the ability with capitalism to make money and work from home and those kind of things. So we can't just focus on the negative. we got to focus on the positive as well. Well, the negative that is people's lives. There are going to be good lives. things that come from this. The, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. But like I said, people die from the flu every year. And, and that doesn't make that, – that does not change work. I mean, an assembly line is going to be an assembly line. An office is and going to, to be an office. Compare the it, office has the option. The option with an office is you could work from to, home. Maybe. To compare it to the to the flu is is vastly incorrect. Uh, um, I really, really hope. I really, really hope that we can. Um, that, that we won't. We'll lose see how lives. the death toll is here. Yeah, and it's uh, no. I understand. It's more. It's much more contagious than the flu. But you know the 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 Spanish flu. Yeah, but and the mortality rate uh, you know, is a lot was, higher than the than than the flu. 
of this coronavirus. Some strains of the flu. No, no, some no, strains. I'm, but I'm talking about some, I'm talking about this coronavirus. An average flu. You know, all it takes is a mutation, and and we have a Spanish flu again. So, I mean, the the flu at any point in time could devastate things. Yeah, and we should so, be able to stop uh, stop the disease and, and and try to preserve people's lives and try to keep people alive rather than say, you know what, I think we sh- I think the stock market is dipping way too low. Let's go ahead and open up uh, the doors to these businesses again so that way, yeah, some people may may die, but I think it's uh, it's 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 worth it to keep stocks. No, I, I don't think I, I don't I don't th- I mean other than other than the uh the, the lieutenant governor of uh, Texas, he's the one that's saying, you know, let grandma and grandpa die. Uh, I don't think I don't think the majority of people are thinking that. Well, I mean, so. it's but it's it's easy to read uh, based on how the stock market reacted after Trump's um, assertion that he wanted to open up the doors to America again. Yeah, well, I mean, uh, and, well, not only that, I mean, you no, know, when 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 the stock market drops, people invest; they buy when it's low too. So yeah. That that's just the way it works. Right, no, that's I mean, true, I, you but know, it's not most people. Again, it's the millionaires, the billionaires, it's the corporations. It's not. It's not us. I mean, anybody can become a millionaire. Anybody can become a billionaire. You know, Tom Steyer wasn't born rich. And yeah, no, you're right. Anybody, yeah. anybody could. So like, we should, we should, so poor people should just stop being poor and become millionaires. No, that's not what I said. I mean, you know, some some people are, are better with money than others. I mean, that's just the way it is. And some people are gonna. I mean. Uh, when things go bad, it's always a benefit for somebody, and somebody's going to be able to pick up something that that somebody else didn't, and that's that's just that's the world, that's, you know. That's just the way it is. And it's, you know, it's uh, one per- like I said, innovation. You know, some, some one bar might close, and another bar might find a way to to keep stay open and and keep employing people through some sort of innovation. And, I mean, and that that's that's what will drive us forward. You're, you're talking about business owners as if the the workers have anywhere near as much flexibility to be able to rethink of their business model. Like a server can't do that. A bartender can't necessarily do that. You know, a lot of people who started off as bartenders ended up being bar owners and such. So yeah, yeah you know, I mean, they, you, they had, there has to be a learning curve. So yeah, so I mean, let's face it. I mean, you, you cannot make the playing field even for everybody. Some people are going to lose at time from time to time. Period. And some people lose and still come back and do good. I think so. It it, it can happen. I, I think the and world, that's that's capitalism. I think a socialist system forces everybody to be equal as much as possible, and there is no room for fucking upward movement. Period. I, I think the there's world less, there's less of that. I think the world is what we want it to be, and if we can make it fair or equitable for everybody as much as possible. No, that's sci-fi. That's exactly what socialist uh, countries like Norway have done. And they're doing okay. They're they're able to control the COVID nineteen virus, and so far. Well, they're not as populated either. Yeah, but I mean, I mean, Germany's doing a pretty good job with it, but Spain's not. Right. Italy's not. Right. Germany seems to be doing pretty good with but it. But Norway, and that might have a lot to do with the culture. You know, Norwegians and Germans are a lot more. You know, they're standoffish. You know, they're not. You know, huggy, kiss you on the face kind of people like Italians and Spanish people. So it could be that it could be cultural, or it could, you know, the or, cultural thing. Or, or so it could be their socialist. It's systems. not capitalism. It could be the fact that that you know people like to kiss in Italy or something like that. They're very romantic. Germans are very, you know, they're very austere. You know, so maybe it could have maybe. a lot to do with culture as well. 
so you All can't right. blame it on money. It could be culture as well. All right. So how are we doing on time? Uh, we we went over by a lot, but uh, I, I think it, it it's a Uh-oh. very very good conversation that we were having. So yeah, we should probably wrap it up. Yeah. All right, so we will see you next time uh, on a progressive and a libertarian walking to a bar. Hope you enjoyed it. Everybody stay safe and wash your damn hands. Take care. And stay isolated. Take care of each other. All right, later.